Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life, so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel, and ladies, I have a question for you. Are you tired of feeling like you're the one putting in all the effort to make your relationships work? Then go to speakingofpartnership.com right now and click on the big red Tell Me More button and find out how you can get men to do their part. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. I'm super excited today to bring you today's featured guest, Reese Thomas. Reese, welcome to the show. Thank you, Ken. Glad to be here. Now, for any of you who may not know Reese yet, he is a visionary author, a speaker, a trainer, and this is in the energy medicine field. He's the author of the international best-selling book, Discover Your Purpose, How to Use the Five Life Purpose Profiles to Unlock Your Hidden Potential and Live the Life You Were Meant to Live. He's the creator of the Reese Method Transformational System that's taught exclusively at the Reese Thomas Institute. And Reese is here today to share with us a powerful new way to have daily clarity, purpose, and mission, and the courage to, and energy to go after every day in your work, in your relationship, and your health. Reese, take a minute and fill in any blanks in the intro and, and give us a little glimpse into your personal life, if you would. Well, you know that's uh, that's really the, the you know the discovering discovering your purpose is is my uh, my mission in life. It's always sort of been this quality within me. I've been a teacher uh, much of my life. I was a competitive athlete, and I taught uh, I taught athletics. I, I was in tennis for many many years, both coaching and uh, and playing. Uh, I was uh, 18 years at a country club and seven years before that, so 25 years in the tennis industry. Uh, and I was, and I love to teach people, but I found that I always taught sort of people from this quality of what is what makes you happy, not not can you win a tennis match or can you hit a backhand down the line. What is it that you really? desire what do you want most in your life and so I spent a lot of time sort of as a as much of a therapist on the court as I was a uh, uh, a tennis pro and I always could see this quality in people this sort of the soul quality in people and love that love to love to teach to that rather than to sort of there's problems and uh, and then throughout my life I I try to do that in my own life but I found that you know my story is, and what I and the reason I, I really uh, wrote this book is that I spent a huge amount of my life, as most people do, trying to be the person that we're supposed to be in society. Society wants us to be people. Our parents want us to be people. Our spouses, our children, they want us to be somebody that they need us to be. And we try really hard, and I tried incredibly hard to be that successful businessman. Uh, you know, running businesses and being a good father and being a good husband and 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 doing all the right things and and I found as I got into my 30s that not only was my health not great, even considering I was a black belt in the martial arts and studying that and a tennis pro and all these things and 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 taking care of myself and studying Wayne Dyer and Tony Robbins and all these different people, uh, I found that there was something really big missing in my life and. And it wasn't until I actually was introduced to uh, to an energy healer, to an energy medicine practitioner, who then showed me that 
uh, our lives are the result of our energy rather than our energy is the is is, is sort of the secondary element of our lives and and I started taking that into account a lot more and realizing that knowing who you are and how you run your energy is really essential for um, you know for your for your ability to to have a mission have a purpose have a sense of, of place in the world and I realized that the person I was trying to be wasn't actually that person that that I really was and when I discovered that and I discovered this system that I call the life purpose profiles which is really a character uh, analysis and really understanding who you really are um, I came I brought that back to all my students and all of my everybody I was teaching and I and I sort of tried it out on them and realized that uh, that in the in in the world, very few people know in at the deepest level who they are. They have sort of like an idea who they are, and and then try to do the trial and error of if I do this and do that, or I'm in this relationship, or I'm in that job, that'll be that'll find my purpose, and it really doesn't. And so my mission is to help people discover their purpose first, and then eliminate all the trial and error of life. Well, that's fantastic, and clearly having a, a understanding of our purpose is essential in you know creating powerful partnerships which is what we focus on on the show here and so I want to ask you something because for me I found that having a, kind of a guiding principle or and sometimes it shows up as like a quote or a mantra but something that I can come back to that keeps me on track in my partnerships what have you found that does that for you what's kind of your guiding principle when you think about how you stay in partnership one of the things that that's really important for people to understand is that if you're trying to define yourself from the relationship it's very difficult to be in a relationship whereas when you have sort of defined that unique person and you love that person it's like wow I got this this is a Reese it's an incredible thing I want to share that with you that's when the relationship that's when you really bring something to the relationship so the first place I go is is really uh, in relationship is make sure that you show up in the relationship with some clarity about who you are and what you really desire and need in the world and what your what your mission is what your quality of of uh, uh, of energy is so that when a partner meets you there and and enhances that and becomes a soulmate and soulmates don't necessarily aren't necessarily always uh, you know, uh, cheering you on. Sometimes they're pushing you to be even more than you are, but they understand and they and they resonate with that quality within you. If you find a partner that doesn't re resonate with that quality, or you have to be somebody in that relationship that you are not. If you're, say, a, what we call a charismatic leader, and but uh, but your partner really wants you to be a sort of a helper around the house and a team player. Uh, that's not going to work for you in the long run. It can work for a short period of time, but your energy needs to be supported in relationship and in your life uh, in the way you were born to uh, to express it. So being really clear on who you are is one of the greatest gifts and most important elements of, of having a healthy relationship. Fantastic. Thank you so much. So one of the things that our, our listeners love about this show, Reese, is, is the stories that our guests share. And what I'd love to do now is is dive into one. And, and what I'd like to explore is a time in your life when, well, you, you kind of tripped up in a partnership. And, and, you know, tell us the story of what you were doing and, and, you know, what you tripped on and then what you were able to do with that experience to actually help you move forward. Well, 
in, in, in my book, Discovery of Purpose, I describe that there are five types of people on the planet, and they're, and they're literally different species, and we, and we all know them. They're, they're the super creative people that are up in their heads and, and are artistic and musical and not necessarily paying attention when you're talking to them. Uh, the, and then there are the super deep feelers, the, the ones who are deeply emotional and very gentle people, but caring and, uh, and like to talk about their feelings and love to talk over tea and like one-on-one -on -one conversation. Uh, and they are, uh, very sweet people there. You, you, you know, they, they can be overwhelmed by life and, and, and be, and, and have, uh, and be overly sensitive, but they have this deep heart in, within them. And, and we know that those two people are very different, right? This creative people are, they're not really that attached to their feelings. And then you have the deep feelers. And then you have people that are sort of strong and warm and round faces and big smiles and, and they tend to be in service businesses. And those are people that are very much caretaking and they're always checking with you to make sure you're okay. And can I, you know, if you're sick, they drop you off a casserole and they do these sort of things. And they're very warm, uh, caring people. And their mission in life is to, is to caretake others. And of course, those are very different than the creative person and the emotional person. They're very, uh, they're very people focused and they love a big crowd. Whereas the emotional person, you know, can't stand them all. Uh, so, uh, so they're very different types of people, but they're very warm and, and people centric. And then there are people that are incredibly organized and structured, and uh, and and often have very have lots of letters behind their name. They're good and they're excellent in school. It's really what school is designed for. These people they excel in grades and in learning things. They learn at a very fast rate. And they are very efficient in what they do, and they see the big picture, and often have uh, you know successful professional jobs. Um, and then the final, and then and then the fifth one, and you can see those that one's very different than the other three as well. And then the fifth one are people that are charismatic leaders, and they are just people with big energy uh, that love to they love to speak and and uh, and share. They're very strong. They're dynamic. They tend to be beautiful people. They're the actresses and actors in the world. They're also sort of the Tony Soprano types that are that are the tough ones, and and uh, and uh, and they can be they can be um, just as uh, they can be very, very powerful leaders as well as very powerful uh, leaders in a in a negative direction. As we have Donald Trump out there in the world uh, doing his doing his thing, there's a you know there are people that that uh, are, you know that can use their charisma for positive or or for negative. And uh, you know and as and as we you know see some of our politicians, that's easy to see how that can go in both directions. So and those are of course very different than the super achievers and and the team and and what we call the team players or the the emotional intelligence specialists, the soft ones, and then the creative people. And so I was in a relationship. Uh, I was, I, my, my core quality within me is this super creative flow of consciousness, uh, high energy for everything. I run an energy medicine school. I was a teacher for, uh, for over 25 years uh, in, in, in tennis where we get to, where I get to play and be creative and teach people how, how to, how to, uh, enjoy their lives and to do it in a creative way. Um, and, uh, and, and so I was, I was really that person, but I was in my life trying incredibly hard to be what, to be the achiever, which is what society would like most men to be. I mean, everybody's allowed, men, both men and women are expected, uh, you know, to at least, at least do, do well in something. But, but for men, it's, you know, you either want to be a leader or an achiever and women, you know, are sort of, uh, 
um, supported, as men are supported to be leaders and, and achievers, women are more supported to be caretakers and, and lovers and, and, and be gentle. Uh, but we're born with these qualities. These are not, these are not qualities within us that are, um, uh, you know, that are uh, uh, learned. These are innate qualities within us, energetic qualities within us. And so I was in a relationship, and uh, and I was this playful, fun, creative person. But I was really in my life. Uh, once I got through my teens and in my twenties, I, I started running a big uh, tennis facility, and then I started running a big country club facility, and uh, and I was started a business, and I was trying to be this business person, um, and I was and, and and so I was trying to be this achiever. And achievers tend to hold back on their emotions and get the job done and are very pragmatic. And so I was trying to be that person, desperately trying to be that person. And I was married to a um, a person who had the emotional, that sort of softer emotional feeling. We call them the emotional intelligence specialist. And, um, and in that relationship... Uh, I played the role of the critic. I, you know, she would get upset or cry or, uh, you know, or be or not be able to handle things. And I'd say, "Come on, you can do this, and just stop crying, and we'll do, you know, and and just all you have to do is this, this, and this, and you'll be fine." And and uh, and then I'd do the same thing with my children. I would be very pragmatic, and 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 this is the way it should be. And I thought that's what fathers should be. I, I sort of grew up, you know, in culture where where that was ex- what fathers did. They they weren't they weren't overly emotional or playful. They were they were focused and driven and went to work and did their thing, and uh, and and so I spent many many years. I was uh, I, I was married uh, for uh, for twenty five years. The last ten years of my of my uh, relationship, I uh, I started understanding this energy medicine work, and um, and then uh, and I started recognizing that um, that. When you don't know the language of your partner, you can never actually be in a real relationship with them because you're always going to judge them as being wrong. And when I understood that this deeper emotional quality within her was actually what I was lacking in my life uh, and and was really going to teach me more, I started to really appreciate uh, you know that quality. I, I start and we and we began to began to be able to communicate. Um, we communicated so well, as a matter of fact, that that over the over those years, uh, we realized that we actually uh, where we had you know raised two two beautiful boys together. Um, we actually weren't meant to be together, and and that was a that was a uh, another another great gift of doing this type of spiritual work. You can discover that that you really you know you either are soulmates and you're supposed to be together, or you're not. Without knowing these deeper qualities without being able to work through and learn the languages of the other profiles and find out what they really need and what you really need and are those things compatible, um, you tend to uh, project onto the relationship. And so I projected onto her that she should have been like I needed her to be and she projected onto me equally. And neither one of us was getting our needs met uh, in that way. So learning about my profile, learning that I was more of a creative idealist and more playful and wanted to run an energy school and uh, and and she was trying. We were both uh, both trying to be successful business people, uh, but she realized that she really was more happy uh, being this emotional intelligence and working sort of one on one with people. And and uh, and when uh, when we both discovered that, we found that our paths were sort of diverging. And that was when you know we we parted and uh, as 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 good friends. Uh, but but understanding that that we had spent a lot of years 
sort of uh, in battle uh, over something that was so simple as understanding the other person's real sense of who they were and, and needs. Uh, so, so, you know, that relationship drove me to really to, to find this quality within myself and, and recognize that once you know who you are, you can understand and deal with and motivate and, and inspire and be with others and have a real relationship with other people. When you don't know who you are, uh, you're constantly questioning the relationships that you're in and judging others as being <laughs> strange or alien. Uh, but in truth, um, each of these qualities uh one um you know you can you can appreciate those and support those in, in in a spouse but the the other element is is that is that there are perfect matches and and uh um creative idealists ultimately need other creative idealists to be with because we love to play and be and be creative the uh the the that emotional intelligence specialist really needed what the knowledgeable achiever type of person the you know the solid foundational and, and the solid foundational person needed that emotional intelligence specialist so the truth was was that the role i was playing in the relationship uh, she, she theoretically was the perfect person for me but when i discovered who i actually was it didn't turn out that way it wasn't it wasn't going to it wasn't going to be the right the right combination and then of course w when we have the other two the other Perfect combination are the leaders that get together with the with the with the uh, supportive team players because of course leaders need supportive team players and and uh, and uh, to teach them how to care about other people and be and and to and to support them in their missions and uh, team players need leaders to give them uh, give them a, a fantastic uh, mission in life to support and uh, and 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 help a a person that's on a big mission. Yeah, there's there's definitely a lot that that plays a role in there, and I thank you for sharing that story. So it illustrates it so well. And what I'd love to do now, Reese, is if you wouldn't mind sharing a story with us of, of one of your proudest moments in partnership, and it could be romantic, it could be family, career, whatever it is. But what I've noticed around this is is when you recognize a moment that really is something that causes you to be proud, it's one of those things where as you think about it, you can't help but smile. Take us to one of those places. You know, before I met um, the woman that I am I'm with now, um, I believed that I sort of believed that people get together because my parents had been that way, and the generations before were all like this. You get together, and there are deficits. There are things that aren't that aren't quite you know very fulfilling but you put up with those things and and uh, and you and if you can't get it in that relationship you get it in your with your friends or at your work or and you fulfill yourself you know in in some ways but I'm I, I'm a bit of a romantic and I really feel like um, the there needs to be a combination of um, of both the uh, sort of the the physical, the lower self, uh, sort of desires. The person has to be attractive to you, and 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 uh, and you have to get along at sort of this, uh, uh, you know, playful human level. And and you really need to be, you really need to find a playmate in life. And of course, because I'm a creative idealist, that's a high priority for me is to actually enjoy my life and have fun with it, rather than just have a function, good functional life. But really, the playful part. And and so, um, and so. Finding that person that can meet you there daily and and sort of have have this have a similar type of attitude around life as you do and 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 I've definitely found that in in my current partner and um, 
And then simultaneously, I really had always felt because I, I, with all the work that I do around spirituality and and transformation and my connection to the to the you know to the to connection to the other side uh, was so strong. I just never felt like uh, anybody that I could ever that I would ever be with. Um, would would be able to meet me there, and I just sort of decided that that was just something that I wasn't going to even need. And but as I did my work, and as I've worked through uh, and made and had some failed relationships, um, I realized that that uh, that that was something that was very important to me, and I and and I wasn't sure I'd ever find it. And and I found it in my current mate, and it and so the integration, the 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 intimacy that that emerges. When you both have physical intimacy, where you're close and you play and you touch and you look in each other's eyes, but then also someone that can understand sort of when you, you know, the transpersonal aspect of you. And so when when I have a you know an, a a big aha moment, like go through my body, having someone that's actually can experience that with me and understands that element within me and is and is truly um, a part of my uh, of my soul experience of life and not just my visceral experience of life, um, the integration of those two things has been truly, you know, uh, has awoken me to something and didn't, I didn't even realize that I hadn't really uh, uh, asked for that or, 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 was, or, or assumed that that was even possible. And now I know it is. Uh, this, this awareness has, has really been, you know, if, you, if, if it had to be one deep awareness of of how my heart opens uh, to open to both my, to both the deepest spiritual calling uh, and finding a person that can meet you there, as well as in the deepest physical uh, and and uh, and supportive way, and and walking the path together. Uh, there, um, you know, I don't feel like there's anything that that uh, uh, is is can be more important than that in life. Reese, I love what you just shared with us, and I'll tell you why. It's that element. You said something that really struck me, and you said at one point you never felt like you'd find somebody who could meet you at kind of the spiritual practice you had. And I think all of us have something in our lives that we're like, ah, no, nobody will ever be able to meet me there. I have to kind of set that aside and not expect or even look for a match for that. And what you illustrated so wonderfully is that it doesn't matter what you're operating from there is a match for it and somebody can support you in that and being able to be open to that and being clear that that's a possibility totally changes your experience of finding a partner so thank you for sharing that was a great great illustration it's nice to it's nice to think about those things and to honor those yeah absolutely i think i think if, if if there's one thing that improves a relationship it's appreciation and uh, and if you can't appreciate your partner for who they are at the deepest level, at their soul level, if you only appreciate them for their external behaviors, uh, and that's the only way you've ever been taught to appreciate other people, uh, it's very difficult to have that that deep inner sense of peace that comes from uh, you know a fantastic relationship. And so uh, you know so uh, you know I, I certainly have had relationships where. Um, where it was all about raising children. It wasn't about that deeper sort of, you know, sharing our, 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 our sort of our soul missions together. It was about, you know, there was a job that we were doing together. So, and, and moving beyond that, uh, you know, in my life now has, uh, has really shown me that, um, and I've always believed that, that, you know, the, the, 
80% of your energy comes from your primary relationship. And, uh, and or if you don't have one trying to find a primary relationship, your, your, your primary relationships that you have in your life um, need to come into balance if you're going to access the bulk of your, uh, of your pure, raw life force. To have a, uh, a primary relationship where you are either in avoidance of it or you are uh, withdrawing from it in some way or in judgment of it uh, leaves you unable to access the deepest well of your energy within you that is the trust energy and the faith energy that has to be there. The level that you can open your heart is equal to the level of, of uh, hurt you're willing to withstand. And so your openness to hurt, if how, how much you are willing to give all of yourself in relationship is directly proportional to how deeply you will find love in the world. And so many of us get hurt in our relationships early on and decide, well, we'll just, you know, we just won't go that deep because if it goes south, I don't want to have my heart broken like that again. And, uh, and I can say for absolutely sure that when you shut down the heart like that, you also shut down a huge amount of your life force energy and your ability to sort of enjoy your life. So, um, so relationships can be a little bit on the roller coaster side if you're if you're truly open hearted in them. And yet, that's what we all want. We want that passion. We want that aliveness. We want that that waking up every day like a child and saying, "Amazing! I'm back with this person again. This is the greatest thing." And uh, and, and not just have that for you know in, you know we have we tend to have that in the first year of a relationship and then we lose it after that but to have that for a lifetime in a relationship is it's the that's the greatest gift you give yourself. Yes, Reese, we have arrived at what I call the bring it all home portion of the show, and this is where we actually step away from the stories, and we provide very simple, concrete guidance for our listeners so they can apply this directly to their relationships right now. And what I want to ask you first is. What would you say is the best partnership or relationship advice that you ever received? So the best advice I ever got in relationship is uh, is you know really know who you are, what your needs are, and uh, and then and then and then study and learn about other people and and do what it takes to to understand that that there are very different people in the world and and you can get along great with some and others you can just be good friends with. Yeah, that's that is that's definitely something to be aware of, and, and it can make a huge difference. So, uh, the next thing I want to check in with you on is, and, and obviously we're very aware of the amazing resource that your book is. But I want to ask about what's another book, or maybe it's just a resource that you would recommend to our listeners, and why that specific one? Mastery of Love by Don Miguel Ruiz. If you're talking about relationships, is a uh, is a fantastic book, and it's called The Mastery of Love. Because it deals with it deals with um, the very foundation of uh, of what of how we love and how we love more from our ego and uh, and then what would it be like to actually uh, love? Yeah, that is that is definitely a very powerful book, and and many of the folks on the show have mentioned that book as well. You know. I think it's pretty clear to our listeners that, that you have so much information to share. And I'd love for you to let our listeners know just how they can contact you and where they can learn more about what you do. Uh, well, the easy the easy thing would be to uh, to get my book, Discover Your Purpose. And to get that, you can go to discoveryourpurposebook, all one word, dot com. 
there are there are some keynotes uh, speeches that I give uh, about the profiles, which give you a great a great introduction to them. Well, Reese, thank you so much. I mean, your stories and your insights, everything you share with us today has been really, really incredible. I know I've learned a ton from our conversation. and I'm certain our listeners have too. Thank you so very much for being on the show. Oh, you're very welcome, Ken. It was a pleasure. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. I release a brand new episode every Monday through Friday, so make sure you don't miss a single show. Go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher and iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else, either in person or on the web. Have a great day, and remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.